Hello, this is Martha DeGrasse here for Wi-Fi Alliance, and this is The Signal, our podcast where we give you the inside track on Wi-Fi. These are meant to be smart conversations with industry leaders. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about Wi-Fi in multi-dwelling units, assisted living facilities in particular. And I'm delighted to be joined by Rad Sethraman. He is VP of Product Management at Cambium Networks. Rad, thank you so much for being here. Martha, great to be here and thanks for having me on this podcast. Yeah, well, you've got a really interesting story to tell. I'd like to really just dive into it. You're going to highlight a deployment in a New Jersey assisted living facility and the way that Wi-Fi 6 in particular really helped the people living there and the staff there. So I know the name of the facility is The Villas. It would be great if you could just sort of jump in and start us off with an introduction to what you did there and what some of the benefits were. Yeah, The Villas is a brand new state-of-the-art assisted living facility in Hackensack, New Jersey. It has about 130,000 square feet of space uh, comprising of they have 110 residence rooms, 15 office rooms, a dining area, an outdoor pool, and other amenities. And video was a key application on their Wi-Fi network. For example, you know, residents are doing FaceTime or Zoom calls with family and friends, or they're watching their favorite Netflix shows. So they needed to deliver a good network experience at scale. High volume of simultaneous video streams across a large number of concurrent users. I feel like this is something we're going to see more and more of in this setting because the baby boomers are aging into elder care. They're tech savvy and and streaming services are not going to decrease anytime soon. There's a new streaming service every time we turn around. So I feel like we're probably going to see more of this, right? Absolutely. I think it's happening uh, across the board because regardless of where you are now, you're entertainment, media, communication, a lot of that is happening through these streaming services. So the only path is up and up. Yeah, I saw a statistic that more than half the people over 50 own a smart TV now. Now, can you focus a little bit on why Wi-Fi 6 was needed to make this work particularly well? Yeah, I think there are a number of benefits that Wi-Fi 6 brings to the table. For example, better performance in crowded areas. Wi-Fi 6 can deliver four times the performance of Wi-Fi 5, the previous generation, in such high-density environments. Also, Wi-Fi 6 uses a technology called OFDMA, and that allows the Wi-Fi access point now to communicate with multiple users at the same time and allocate bandwidth more efficiently. So what this means is you can maintain good performance even when you have periods of network congestion. There are a lot more, but at least these are two that immediately applies to this particular deployment. Okay, and I saw in your notes that you needed about 64 access points for this facility? Yeah, we deployed a total of 64 Wi-Fi 6 access points combined with 10 Ethernet switches, and that provided a complete and a smooth coverage and capacity across the facility. In addition, this also immediately reduced their hardware and associated installation costs by about 33%. So overall, both from a technology and economic standpoint, this was a significant deployment for that, for the villas. Yeah, because space is obviously at a premium in a place like that, right? So you were able to reduce the overall hardware by a third. That's, that's great. That's great. 
Yeah. Okay, so you've told us a little bit about some of the benefits for residents in terms of their entertaining and streaming TV, but what about wearables or any kind of medical monitoring? Do any of those kinds of devices get connected to the Wi-Fi network? Yeah, in addition to the user devices that we talked about, all control system, including their HVAC systems and nurse call management system, your software speaker sound systems or your smart TVs, you know, everything connected. And in addition, what the, the customer is looking for was head groom to grow because they have a lot of interesting IoT type use cases. So the more of those type of devices also expect to join this network in the future. Great. And how is all this laying the foundation for future IoT initiatives, like adding more sensors, more controls, and even robotics? Yeah. Some of the use cases that they have talked about, actually a lot of interesting use cases, right? One is just having a set of sensors. I was talking to some of the MSPs out there. They talk about how leak detection is an important requirement when they look at insurance payments, because that detected quickly, that means less damages that happen there. But in this specific instance, what this uh, customer was trying to do was connect a lot of sensors. But in addition, they had interesting robot use cases for cleaning floors, delivering items to residents, uh, remote patient monitoring, uh, etc. Great. Now, are there other use cases you'd like to highlight for us? Yeah, I think the technology Wi-Fi 6 gives a lot of building blocks to achieve that. I'll highlight a couple of them. One is a feature that they call target wait time. And what this does is allow a Wi-Fi 6 AP to set times when IoT devices wake up and communicate. Why is this important? This means that the IoT devices don't have to be always on. So you may have some sensors that are battery operated. This gives you a better battery life for some of those devices. A second thing that we at Cambium delivers is a feature we call the extensible pre-shared key. Right? Think of this as a, a Wi-Fi password that you'll use in a home network. Only here, it's a password unique to every device, and you can create thousands of these and provision them. So effectively, what this does is improve the security posture of the network because all of these devices, they just can't come on the network. They need a valid password to get on this network. So these are some of the the core building blocks that says, when you bring on those IoT devices, I need to make sure that they operate and they don't become a maintenance nightmare. At the same time, I also want to make sure that I don't compromise the security posture of my network because everything is now coming together in one network. Okay, and what about the staff that works there? Are they connecting to Wi-Fi on their phones using this network a lot? Absolutely. So they have high-density areas in that network, especially the nursing stations. A lot of things going on there, high-density, higher volume of traffic. If you are a staff there, you need to focus on the job and not worry about the network, which means there may be periods of peak demand, the network just needs to work. So you can uh, connect to the services that you need to connect to, the applications that you need to run to make sure that you're focused on the core job of taking care of your uh, tenants. And again, Wi-Fi 6 streamlines that a lot, right? Wi-Fi 6 streamlines a lot, right? There's a lot of good, more predictability of experience across the facility. It's one of the key things that they get. Low latency for some of the key applications as well. Yeah, so assisted living is one type of multi-dwelling unit, but I think some of the learnings from this can be extrapolated to other types of MDUs, right? Absolutely, right? What we are doing here with the Villas is broadly applicable in the MDU space, multi-dwelling units. 
So if you look at some of the recent MDU buildouts that have happened, a lot has happened in the US, but you know globally, there are especially in the metro areas, right? There are a bit more tend to be higher end properties, more of smart buildings that are coming up. And if you look at the tenants, and you touched on this earlier, which is like, hey, they are more digitally savvy. And especially in the, you look at new apartment complexes and stuff, it's an anger demographic. They lead a very digital lifestyle. Wi-Fi experience is critical decision factor in how they select a property. Certainly, when it comes to renewal of the lease, they're going to look at, hey, how good was it? Could I do work from home? Can I get my Netflix working properly, etc.? Some of the requirements we see broadly, pervasive coverage across the property, seamless roaming, you know, sort of the concept of my network follows me wherever I go within the property, high density is commonplace, consistent performance across the property, and the IoT use cases we touched on, right? More smart building initiatives that are, that are becoming key requirements. And one other trend that we see is, you know, property owners realize the significance of that network and they're turning to manage service providers to say, hey, you build, operate the network and I'll consume it as a service. Cambium, we also build a lot of capabilities to make it super efficient and simple for these MSPs to deliver on their service level agreement. Ultimately, for all these properties, it comes down to three things. Can you help me deliver on the performance and give me performance headroom? Can you make it simple and can you make it cost effective? So let's break it down a little bit. Specifically, what are some of the unique things that you're offering the managed service providers? Yeah, so first we give them a multi-tenanted dashboard. So if you're a managed service provider, you're servicing multiple properties, multiple customers. And I want to have a consolidated view of what is happening across all of those. When I get up in the morning, I want to know where are the trouble spots that I need to pay immediate attention to. Managed service providers don't want to, it's too expensive for them to send an expert on site. So they want more automation, they want more insights, they want more analytics, they want remote troubleshooting. I want to find the problem before the customer experiences it, and I want to be able to fix it without having to send anybody on site. Just simplifying the management experience, improving their operational efficiency. Ultimately, MSP is signing up for a service level agreement with their tenants. So what are the set of tools that we can bring to the table for them to be able to deliver on the SLA? But another interesting feature that we do that also helps the MSP's business perspective is they can expose to their tenants a view of their network. And we give them the ability to give a dashboard that is completely branded with their own name. So when the customer sees, they don't see a Cambium dashboard, they see the MSP's branding on that dashboard. So a lot of this put together drives high value for the MSP's. So are the customers seeing experiences on like a unit by unit level or just the building overall? That depends on what the MSPs wants to expose to their clients. They can control the knobs and they may say, hey, I can, you can monitor the overall experience of your clients. And maybe they have some VIP tenants that they want to get a little bit more uh, detailed view on. That's between there. We give all the tools. It's about MSPs policy as to what they want to do with their tenants. Would you say that overall the MSPs recognize the value of Wi-Fi 6 and ask for it? Or do you have to educate them a little bit on that? No, they recognize it. Sometimes even the tenants recognize it, especially when we talked about the digital savvy MDU tenants, or it may be student housing where people are very savvy about the technology and they said, hey, I want the best and the greatest. So there is a end user pull that happens sometimes, but uh, for delivering on the requirements, MSP sees the value of Wi-Fi 6 as a choice for those networks. Okay, are there any other types of MDUs that you see as having slightly different requirements? You've talked about apartments, assisted living, you've touched on campuses. 
Are there any other cases that would have a different set of needs or parameters that we haven't talked about? No, I think we have hit it all. In fact, when you kind of solve for this apartment complex use case with a fairly demanding client base, you've hit a super set of requirements and that starts to now be applicable across the board in terms of capabilities. Great. So when you get into venues that are not uniform in their traffic levels, you know, stadiums or even shopping areas where the people or the number of people goes up and down a lot, do you see differences there in what you need to look at in terms of what they're going to need with Wi-Fi 6? Actually, Wi-Fi 6 is great in that. Some of the technology elements we talked about earlier, where what is the right network? You're always going to be designing a network for your peak demand and that demand happens once a month. Or do you design the network for the average case? And then when you have this big crowd that happens, then you're kind of in a challenging situation because the customer experience is going to suffer. With Cambium, what we have is a diverse portfolio that says, you know, you may have certain areas, even when you look at this retirement assisted living example that we're looking at. There are areas like the dining halls or the nursing stations that are high density. You're expecting to see a flood of traffic there. And in the individual tenants' rooms, it's more predictable. It's having the right set of products to meet those unique requirements. So that way, your cost is not going to go exponentially high because you're always trying to spec for that peak demand that's going to happen very rarely or not in every location in that facility. So do you choose a different type of AP in the high traffic areas? Correct. We have a set of what we call high-density APs that are optimized for high-density and that gives you a lot of performance headroom. And then we have the more value-tier type of APs that are suited better for those low-density areas. So even the villas deploy that mix of access points to serve their needs. Okay, great. And the switches are uniform throughout, the same type of switches throughout the building? The switches are uniform too, and the switches add some unique value as well in addition to doing the switching function. When you talk about IoT devices coming on board, the switches automatically profile a device and puts it on the right network segment. You know, IoT device, sometimes it's a wide spectrum. If a hacker out there is going to exploit a vulnerability in an IoT device, you need to make sure that just because he got access to that device, they can't get to my corporate assets. So segmentation is very important. And that's what we do with our switches. Profile a device, hey, I see this as a, as a IoT device and it goes onto the building infrastructure segment of the network and there's going to be no access to my financial information uh, of my corporate uh, network. Perfect. Okay, one thing I want to ask you about before we finish, and I think this is particularly important for the assisted living setting, You talked about the portal that can be customized for the MSP and the customer can see what their network looks like. Are there any elements of that that give customers troubleshooting help, like if their Wi-Fi access point isn't working? Is there anything that that you share with them? I know obviously in assisted living facilities, staff can be stretched pretty thin and sometimes it can take people a while to get IT help, even if if all they really need is somebody to plug and unplug their Wi-Fi AP. Is there anything that you offer them online for that? Yeah, no. One of the key design goals of this network was make it self-managed so that in an environment like that, we want them to spend as little time as possible on the network and focus on their core function. So cloud management makes it very easy. A lot of zero-touch experiences, a lot of automation built in. So when you're connecting a Wi-Fi and adding more capacity, Adding a Wi-Fi AP is a very, very simple process. 
you just connect it, power it on, and it gets auto-configured. And so a lot of those type of features that allow you to track both the experience at the AP level, at an application level, that gives people insights as to what's happening. There is also a lot of alerting functionality. You may say, you know what, I don't have time to go see this dashboard every morning or every day. It's like your home network, right? You don't go to it unless your kids complain that, may I can't get my Netflix working, can't do my homework. We have a set of alerting functions where you can easily throw, it becomes a notification engine saying, hey, they, I see this particular AP is running a little hot or there are more people than you budgeted here you know, something to pay attention to. So it can take some remedial action automatically and notify you. So a lot of lot of insights they get from the management station to make their management task at least simple and straightforward. Is there anything else you'd like to highlight for us here? Yeah, I think there is a lot of interesting use cases in a assisted living type of facilities. People initially may deploy it for, I want a robust network for client services. But there is also a lot of location-based services that we enable. We have, for example, in a healthcare facility where they give out, uh, it was a patients with, with dementia. So they give them wristbands so they can track where they are so that they don't get lost. They don't wander away from the property. It also used for business use cases. You can do, I want to track my high value assets in my facility, make sure that they are available when they need it or they don't wander away. So a lot of those type of start to then use that network as a tool to deliver on your business objectives. Patient care, improved better patient care, better utilization of your facility, etc. So those are some of the other things that, you know, we talked about IoT as an emerging use case, but there is a lot more there. That ultimately, technology here can help people living in assisted living, their lives are a little bit more comfortable. And people are responsible for patient care do their job more effectively. I think that's the art of possible uh, with what we're doing here. All right, Rad Sethiraman, Cambium Networks. Thank you so much for being here on The Signal. Thank you, Martha. And that is our show. As always, thanks for listening to The Signal and don't forget to check the show notes for more resources. For all things Wi-Fi Alliance, visit y-fi.org, wifi.org, or connect with us on social. Until next time, I'm Martha DeGrasse. Thank you for listening.